Okay, and we're back in five, four. Oh, I feel good. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Scott. I'm here with Laura Lee. Hi. And Anna. Hi. Our hands, at least my hands, are killing me. Mine We've too. been busy putting inserts into the magazines. Head my- inserted with love. Each and every one of them. So check out your magazine. There might be something for you in there. But on from that, Anna, what are we talking about? So we are talking about inspiring teachers you've had in the past. A teacher can be a mentor. It can be somebody that you had throughout your schooling. A coach. A coach, just somebody that has taught you something in life. Scott. Come back to me. Lorely, who is your inspiring individual that gave you knowledge? <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's been quite a few like of really good teachers that I've had. So I'm trying to think of like one in particular. So my favorite teacher throughout all of my school, just because I have the most fond memories of her, is my kindergarten teacher, Miss Melinda. She was so great. She involved my grandparents in the stuff that we did. And by the end of the year, there was a scrapbook that she gave each individual child Aww. all of their pictures. And it was, she was just the best teacher. I wish all my teachers had been as enthusiastic as she was. She was just awesome. She was absolutely, but that's only like one of my most inspiring teachers. So I think I'm trying to think of like one from each set of like that's what I was trying to think of because like I've had even from college like I had quite a few mm-hmm. professors that were really like just really inspiring mm-hmm. and awesome. I mean I know in high school like obviously like you know I had a really awesome band director and he was very tough but he also taught me a lot a lot of really good life skills. I think my middle school band director was probably like my favorite middle school teacher because I I had a rough time in middle school. It's no surprise, but I was just nerdy and sheltered. But he was, I mean, going to my band class, playing my trumpet, that was fantastic. He was, and he went to school with my mom. So like, I've seen pictures of him from when he was like in high (laughs) school. He had the biggest like, curly head of hair and he's shiny cue ball now he's so bald it's hilarious so high school you said your band director Mm -hmm. any other teachers like not in band definitely i mean i had one my sophomore year english teacher and i had a really really tough sophomore year of high school and she really like was there for me and pushed me to do my best, even like though I was having a really tough time. And so that was something I never forgot too, is that it's like when you get to like the lowest to low, like you still have that like, you know, push that you can give. So that was, she was really, really awesome. I also want to give like a shout out to my fifth grade teacher because it was the year that we did all the writing stuff. So it was like a big writing year in the academic whatever. And she, like, really pushed using creative words. And we had, like, a whole six-week, nine-week, I guess, nine-week boot camp where we just did, like, creative writing. It was, it was really cool. And then at the end of the year, 
um, we had around the world mm-hmm. and each classroom in the school was a different country or state or whatever. And we did China. That was so that was cool. cool. That really helped start my, I guess, in a way, start like public speaking, not in front of people I knew. Cause you would have to like the parents that came in on the parent night, I went and you had to explain like what each section was about and what you did with it. And that was really cool. What are some like maybe qualities, Scott? You might want to answer this one. Like, but like, what are some good qualities that you think are important in teachers or or somebody that interacts with young adults? I think they just need to care. My wife's a teacher, and so many of her students, they just they need someone either at home or at school just to give them attention. She she says there's a lot of them that they're smart. But they just don't focus. They won't sit down. They won't sit still. So if you can get them to sit down, sit still, pay attention, they'll be sweet. They'll be nice. They'll do their work. It's just a matter of focus and paying them attention. So, I mean, just genuinely caring about the, the students or people around you. I think that's what I liked most about the um, Leader in Me schools we visited. Mm-hmm. So in the August-September issue of Cyprus, we went and visited... Well, I visited one leader in me school. It was Drummond's Elementary, and that's where I went to elementary school. And the difference between going to school then and seeing what the kids Mm -hmm. are doing now is monumental. It was such a big difference. They had um, clubs they were in. They had families. So there is one child from each grade in a family and they have a teacher who I think is that's like so so cool a to like, it's yeah, really cool to so, involve like the different kids at different ages it's so fantastic i didn't write that about that in the article because i was just focusing on the stephen covey's seven highly effective habits mm-hmm. seven habits for highly effective people and i think that's something unique that drummond's elementary is doing to incorporate the habits to have the families and have a teacher that is a quote unquote parent mm-hmm. that's asking the kids, you know, do you need help with your homework at the end of the week or if there's a project coming up, just checking up on them. And I think that's absolutely fantastic. Just having someone besides school counselor that cares about you. Mm-hmm. I think that's, you know, I remember, you know, being in high school, other grades as well, but for me, like, I really remember the most influential like teachers in high school because I feel like for me that was like when I was being the most shaped and kind of like you know tested and everything but when a teacher actually would sit down and just like listen to you you know like that that's so crazy to me like how like just huge that can be for a child just to have that person in their life whether it's a teacher a coach you know somebody at church or whatever but just to have them actually just sit down and like listen it's very, I think it's very empowering. So, see, I'm I'm struggling. Like, mm-hmm. I I had a good childhood. I had fine in school, but I don't know. I just didn't connect with any of my teachers or coaches or whatever. Like, I blame my sisters for me being an artist. They're the reason I'm here. Uh, oh, would you consider them teachers? Did they I know they how to art. Uh, kind <laughs> of, yeah. But they were mostly just older siblings, and I wanted to be like them, so I just copied what they did say that about myself too because I wanted to be just like my older brother like I wanted to do everything he did and honestly kind of sometimes do it better than he did I joined band in middle school and was really great at the trumpet he was okay at the trombone 
And then I joined ag in high school and I did really great in the ag. And, you know, we both had some of the same regrets too. Um, neither one of us did parley or became officers or anything like that in FFA. And those are two regrets we both have never doing that. And, you know, he's also, we had fights. He didn't like me for a long time, but you know, in a way he's kind of a teacher too, cause he's done it before me. And he knows, you know, what, not what I'm going through, but he knows like the path I'm having to take to get there. He didn't go to college. I did, but he's super proud that I ended up, you know, with my bachelor's degree, having gone four hours away from home. And he's, you know, somebody I look up to. Maybe he's not a teacher because he's a terrible role model, <laughs> but he's, he's a good, I love him. And I look up to him still for some, got it. Oh, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Laura Lee just wants to be like Laura Lee. Apparently. I think that is, though, like that was, it is a little different when you are the older sibling because you're having to navigate through those things. Mm. You know, like, not that, but you feel like you're kind of getting yeah. tossed and when see, you have that younger sibling. And that's like, I mean, I'm not, clearly not an older sibling, but... Um, <laughs> I would imagine for you, you had to look up to teachers and mentors and things. Right. I didn't have to. I had sisters and my parents and like, I, just, I don't know. Well, my dad's the youngest sibling. My mom's the youngest sibling. I'm the youngest sibling. My sister-in-law is the youngest sibling. And so like, I feel like people that have younger siblings connect differently to people that are younger siblings. So, um, my roommate in college, she was six years older than her younger sister and we were the same age. And so our interactions were more like sisters. She treated me like how mm. she treated her younger sister and I treated her kind of like how I treat my brother, but a little bit nicer cause I liked her. <laughs> and, um, I think that had a lot to do with our relationship. And I feel like that has a lot to do with the relationship I have between my coworkers. So, like, you guys are older than me. And so sometimes I act like the Thanks for reminding me. I was always the youngest person everywhere I worked. And then I started working here. And I quickly became the oldest. My aunt is the second <laughs> oldest person that works at her lawyering job. My mom's third oldest. <laughs> That's my mom. The fifth oldest. I mean, besides... Lucienne and Michelle and, and Jaina. I'm the second oldest, I guess. I'm the oldest. <laughs> of the younger crowd that does the creative. Of the creative, I am the oldest. <laughs> the administrative, oldest I am not. <laughs> I didn't... So when I had the interns, I was kind of like a teacher to them. I was having to explain stuff. That was a different position for me to be in because these kids were like looking at me to figure out what they need to do. And I'd never really mm -hmm. been in a position quite like that. So it was very different for me. And I always tried to offer good life tidbits to them. Like for instance, if you're unhappy with something, change it. Change it. <laughs> if you mess something up, tell somebody and get them to help you fix yep. it. Don't leave it. That's so what I've been telling my sister. Quality. 
since she's gone off to college soon. I've been like trying to give her life tips, and I feel like I'm just like, yeah, when I was <laughs> when I was it was 18. so it was so weird for me this time because one of our interns, I grew up with her sister, so I've known this girl since she was a toddler, and it was just very odd for me to see her now 18 and graduated from high school and uh, yeah. It was very, very odd I to be an adult, even though I've I've known her her entire life. I was a terrible influence on most kids. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that weird? Like when you don't feel like an adult, but then you realize that you are, and then you're just like, <laughs> do it all the time. It's like I'm still a kid, and Allison's like, you're 26, and we just bought a house. I'm like, shut up, <laughs> shut up, let me live my life. <laughs> I'm gonna have to be like a role model to my nephew and like I'm not somebody anybody should look to well this went from a uh, (laughs) teachers that inspired us to a we're getting old pity party (laughs) real quick (laughs) I can talk about another teacher that inspired me Okay. so in high school when I was a part of the FFA I um, got to go to state convention my junior year, but I wasn't going to be doing anything there. So one of my teachers voluntold me, anybody who knows me will realize what teacher this is, that I should do ICOM. This was the first year that my high school was going to participate in it. And we spent like six weeks preparing, went to state, and won first in state. After six weeks of BSing our way through this competition. <laughs> it's the best way to put it. We just faked it until we made it and we made it great. We actually, during the competition, a girl passed out and hit my desk in front of me. And we had to run out during the middle of the test and go get people. It was so what? crazy. Yes! And so they like knocked out our test. They didn't count it towards the competition because we had a traumatic <laughs> Yeah, but we won the speaking part, and then we went on to nationals, and I spent, like, three hours in a car with my favorite teacher going to this event Mm -hmm. away from state convention. It was in a different state than where the convention was being held. And so, like, that going to nationals and participating in AdCom led me to be to majoring in communications, mm-hmm. not ad communications, but just just communications. And that's what led me here. And I have to credit it all to her. Because if she had not told me to that to do that competition, had not supported me and made sure I did all my crap, mm-hmm. then I would not be here. And I appreciate her so much. She is like my favorite person in the world. When I see her around town, I just, I'm so happy. I love her. Before my grandmother died. Weird way to segue. But every time she saw my advisor, she would stop her and just talk to her about how much ag changed me from being a timid ninth grader to somebody who went off to college and got a degree in three years. It's just, it was great. We live so I lived in Arizona for like eighteen months, and the schools are a little bit different out there, like especially like the elementary. So we would get like every like I think it's like first and maybe fourth Tuesday. We got out at like tw- at noon, 
and then it was really weird. It sounds awesome. It like it was, yeah, I was like awesome, like thinking about it, but now I'm just like, why did we get out? <laughs> but it was I really loved school over there. It was very like it was a lot more hands-on than it was when I we came back. Like we had a fourth grade science teacher, his name was Mr. Snyder. And that man, he excited everyone about science. We did like experiments, like we would go out and we would make like hot air balloons. Like we would all like stitch together a hot air balloon. That was a class project. And like we would at the end of the clock, end of the year, you got to go and you put your hot air balloon on. Well, you didn't get in it. You didn't get in it. No. You didn't get in it, but like you put it up and like then you could see and like each class did one. So we had like from each class we had one. Some like liability syndrome. So anyways, on that note, we want to thank all the teachers that have taught us over the years and are continuing to teach and mold the future, I guess. I don't know. Shape the future. Yeah, that's a good one. Thank you. Thanks. We will see you guys next week. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. Uh, give us five stars. Helps us move up in the charts. You can listen on iTunes, Spotify, and our website. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Bye. Bye.